News Talk Breakfast. In association with AIR. Do anything anywhere with high-speed 4G mobile data coverage across 96% of the population. This this is News Talk. Let's turn to the Finance Minister, Pascal Donoghue, now on those issues. Uh, Minister, if you read the papers today, the nurses, the Gardaí, the teachers, SIP2, all looking to get on the pay train. That public sector pay deal you, you, you negotiated last year, is it effectively dead in the water? Uh, our public sector wage agreement, with it, which is a three-year agreement, is very much alive. Uh, the agreement that uh, was uh, made through the Labour Court, which the government has accepted, is inside the parameters of that wage agreement. Is it? Because it looks to me like the, the pay deal, I, I know you love your history. Do you remember the Maginot Line in, in, in World War Two that the French built to stop the, the, the Germans coming in and the Germans just went around it? The trade unions, the Gardaí first and now the nurses, seem to be just going around the pay deal and other unions look to be following suit. Well, if you look at the agreement uh, that we have accepted with the nursing unions, I think there's three points that we have to bear in mind when we're looking at it in the context of our wage agreement. The first one is that a agreement that we had in relation to how we would deal with the issue of new entrant pay, money in that agreement has now been used in a different way. Secondly, the fact that there are, <clears throat> excuse me, Shane, there are productivity changes ultimately leading to a new nursing contract uh, that again will play a large part in funding the agreement that we would have. And then thirdly, the fact that this is subject to independent verification from the Labour Court. So overall, in terms of the amount of money that has been agreed, in terms of how it is funded and in terms of what we are looking for, it is very different to where we have been in the past. And I believe was the best uh, option that was available to preserve services within our hospitals and preserve the collective agreement that we have. But you will accept and you will know better than anyone that no pay deal or no pay arrangement can be looked at in isolation. We've already been speaking uh, to the TUI, the, one of the teachers' unions this morning, and they're saying they feel from what the, from what the nurses got that there is scope for them to, uh, to, to revisit this issue and for you to revisit this issue in terms of pay equality for teachers. But we already had work underway in relation to that. One of the agreements that I made uh, as part of the overall three-year agreement, which is for a public sector wage bill that's in excess each year of €18 billion, uh, was to revisit the issue of new entrant pay and see if a way could be found of dealing with this issue in the context of the overall agreement. So that work was already underway. We had the agreement of some unions to us, but not all unions to us. And that work will now have to continue. But again, if you just refocus in on the nature of the agreement that I'm hoping we will be able to secure with the nursing union, if you look at how it has been funded, if you look at productivity changes that we are aiming to secure in return for us ultimately leading to a new nursing contract Mm. to deliver the kind of change we want in our hospitals. It's why I believe it is a contribution to maintaining a collective agreement that is in the interests of all. Just very, very briefly, are you saying to those other unions that have been, that, that are, it's been mooted, are, are, are now forming a, a disorderly <clears throat> queue, are you saying to them, that's it, basically? The, 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 is, is the drawbridge up now? Well, Shane, any comment I make in my relation to my relationship with other unions uh, could well be counterproductive for what we are looking to do with the total agreement. Um, Each union have now said they're going to reflect on us, which of itself is different to where we were three years ago. 
And if as they're reflecting on us, I guess I'd ask them to be aware of two things. The first is the value of keeping a collective wage agreement in place and what that means for larger unions with more low and middle income workers. And secondly, the way in which this agreement has actually been funded and what it will mean for nursing unions. And uh, I hope the nursing union will be able to respond positively to this as their leadership has indicated they will do. And uh, I will work to ensure that we can preserve this agreement. Okay, just in relation to the Children's Hospital Minister, we spoke to your former Cabinet colleague, Brendan Howland, the leader of the Labour Party, a a former Public Expenditure Minister. Uh, We spoke to him last week. We asked him how he would have reacted if one of his ministers had had a a large overrun in a capital project and had not told him about it for a a period of of weeks, even, even months. This is what he had to say. Just have a listen completely blown a gasket. And I think my Secretary General, um, everybody managing the budgetary process would have absolutely gone mad uh, because it it undermines the credibility of the budget process itself. Did you blow a gasket with Simon Harris? Well, look, Simon and I had conversations in relation to this. And as opposed to focusing on uh, uh, the uh, reactions that happened when the issue broke, What I instead want to do is accept responsibility for where we've ended up in relation to this. I did this in the door last Tuesday um, uh, as the issue was beginning to develop. Uh, Simon uh, made a statement in the Dáil there yesterday evening and broadly my view is that if I look to take responsibility for what I think is going well in our public capital programme, when something happens that I accept shouldn't have happened, I, I take responsibility for that happening. Okay, uh, very very laudable. Is there though, does, is there the, does the bit of the sound in relation to everything that, that you've been saying and that the Taoiseach has been saying and the Minister for Health has been saying in relation to Children's Hospital, there's a kind of a loud bang of the stable door being, bol- being shut after the horse has bolted about it all though, isn't there? Well, I think there's also the sound of two things I hope happening. Uh, the first one is I'm very firmly saying uh, that I accept responsibility for what happened here and I need to learn and the government needs to learn from what we can do differently on very, very, very big projects like this. And we announced some changes yesterday. It's a very painful lesson, Minister. Very painful for the taxpayer. Shane, I accept that. It has been a very painful lesson and I know how it has annoyed and uh, let down many people that care about how the government conducts its affairs. And this is why I am being very clear that I and the government have learnings on major transformative projects, both now and into the future. But the other point I'd like to just suggest to you and to your listeners on this is even though we are focusing on what we got wrong on a huge project like this, we have under our capital plan for this year three major road projects happening. 19 new school buildings happening, 18 mm. new primary care centres being delivered and 6,500 new homes being built. These are happening this year because we can manage other capital projects and the use of money in relation to them very, very well. OK, the, the opposition, though, would say and, and have been saying that your plans for, uh, for, for dealing with this cost overrun are very, very sketchy. How how you're going to manage to make ends meet? For example, the 24 million uh, in in the, in the Department of Health. Uh, the opposition saying no detail there. It's kind of creative accounting that the figures aren't aren't credible. Uh, uh, Stephen Donnelly asking which projects will be affected, where or when. He they say you're not providing that information. 
So let me look at what the alternative would be first, then before I deal with the exact question there. The alternative that would have been open to me is just to say that the government will spend 99 or 100 million more euro this year to deal with this issue, that we Mm. will find that money and we will increase our capital ceiling for the year. In other words, we would change our budget at the start of January. That would be the wrong thing to do. We've already experienced, and I've played my part in seeing how this has gone wrong while acknowledging what I think we also get right. If I was to then say I would change my national budget in early January to deal with this, okay, that would make a difficult situation. You're not even doing worse. that. Is your plan credible, though? Is the question, Minister? Uh, yes, it is. If we look at where we are in our capital budget each year, this year we will be spending 7.3 billion euro on public capital programs. This year. There are consequences. I accept the consequences of where we are and we're trying to manage both larger projects differently in the future while just making the case for many, many other projects that are now happening through Irish Water, through the National Transport Authority, through other government agencies. We can and are doing them well. Okay, Finance and Public Expenditure Minister Pascal Dunhu, thanks indeed for talking to us this morning. (laughs) 